<laughs> Joker here. You'll never catch me, Batman. I'm the clown prince of crime. <laughs> oh, you know, sorry, I. Uh, sorry, you just you just lose yourself in that role. You know, you, you take on the Joker, and that's it. I mean, ugh, sorry. Uh, what do you think? Go on, tell well, me. you know, I like the performance. Okay, but I just think you need a few more roles under your belt. You know, maybe try a film where I don't know. You kill your family in a hotel. Or, um, I don't know, maybe one where you find love up a mountain. Or actually, actually, you could fall in love with an artificial intelligence. That really, really helps. I, 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 no, I, I got it, I got it, I got it. Why don't you try playing an AIDS-ridden transvestite with Matthew McConaughey? Actually, don't don't try the last one. Don't try the last one. Look, you know, I, I just feel it's, it's it's not fair. Like, you know, I've paid my dues. I've done these roles before. I just think, you know, everyone's getting to play the Joker now. Everyone's getting their 15 minutes as the Joker. It's uh, not yeah. fair. You know what? This sounds like a lot of self-pity from you, you know? You sound, you sound like you're just making excuses. You sound like a joke. A joke? Yeah, a joke. You want to hear a joke? Right, yeah, well, what do you get if you cross a disgruntled podcaster with a Man, society that lets know. everyone I, play the I, Joker? I don't, I don't think... Well, you get what you fucking deserve! basically throughout this and he's going to try and say that Joker isn't very good and I'm going to explain to him why he's wrong and that his opinion isn't valid because he's not a real comic book fan um, that's basically how this podcast is going to go okay and I'll, I'll put this back in the beginning of the real podcast he's coming back now so I'm going to stop talking hello there welcome to Realize in Dreams Club's film and TV podcast welcome back I guess uh, chapter two Chapter two, it's it's here on We're that on that battle bus with no, us. No, 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 no. That's the games one. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've just I've just got four on my oh, brain yeah. right now. That's all I can think about. Um, we're going to actually talk today about. Um, this little film that's flown under the radar mm. that no one really spoken about much. It's uh, it's Joker. Oh yeah. Uh, it's Joker. But before we do, yeah. Um, as is tradition on the Realize podcast, um, mm. I want to talk to you a little bit about some kind of bathroom etiquette. Ah yes, we're back to this. Yeah. I felt yeah, I felt like I've been missing something in my life, and and this is it. And I don't want to spend too long, but I was just thinking because I'm starting to struggle a little bit to think of things that offend me a little bit in the bathroom <laughs> because I'm quite yeah. easy going, really. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but I just there's a famous rhyme that people say that and it goes like this: If it's yellow, let it mellow. Mm. If it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, it's quite self-explanatory what that means, but the idea is that some people might have this rule in yeah. the house at night time. Yeah. Uh, generally, like when people are sleeping, where if you go for a number one, you mm-hmm. leave it. You don't flush. Mm. And if you, mm. but if you do a number two, then you have to, mm. you have to flush. Mm. And I think the idea is that some, if they're a light sleeper, it might wake them up if yeah, you flush the, for the a noise. Wee and, flush. You know. yeah. What do you think about that? I understand. The, the reasons behind it. Um, I've never... I I don't think I've ever obeyed that rule. Even if someone's told me mm. to, to let it mellow, I don't like it mellowing. I just think it's kind of gross. Yeah, I, I always think that like... Because obviously the rule... I would never have that rule in my own house. Mm. And if I go to someone else's house, that means that if I go to the toilet and there's, and there's, there's wee-wee 
mm. in the toilet. Yeah. That means that's someone else's wee-wee, and I feel a bit gross about that. Yeah, and you know, one of the big reasons why I never do it as well is because I eat asparagus every single well, evening. This is it, actually, yeah. And mine really then smells, you know, the old asparagus wee smell. Asparagus. Do you know what? I'm always fascinated by asparagus wee. Yeah. Because I every time that I have some asparagus and then I go for a wee, I always kind of forget, and then you get hit. Yeah. By the by the that waft the punchy smell yeah but no other food does it no because I've googled before I've been like right what other foods can make your your wee smell yeah and it's always asparagus obviously top of the list then mm-hmm. the next things is stuff like garlic yeah and and, and I I I feel like I eat quite a lot of garlic yeah in, in food. I've never I've never smelled my wee sometimes I get kind of like the garlic seep out of my pores a bit okay like in my beard sometimes like when i rub my face i can feel like i can smell garlic is that just where you're, you've been cutting garlic with your hands you, and you rub it <laughs> i often do actually just get the garlic yeah. and rub it in my face but um i so that that well that's probably the main reason why i've never obeyed the rule what if they had um what if they had the rule but it is a slightly different rhyme mm. and it was like um if it's yellow make me some jello yeah yellow jello yeah and if it's brown keep it around keep it round keep it around keep you know it round so basically what you're saying is if you go for a wee you then need to go downstairs into the kitchen make some yellow jello for the morning well i think you're misunderstanding me a little bit here because if it's yellow make some jello with with the yellow yeah okay cool so make wee jello so yeah. you've got to, you've got to right so okay so you've got to go for a wee Go downstairs, get a receptacle of some sort, yeah. take the wee out of the toilet. Yeah. Dilutes it, it a bit as well, I think. Dilutes so it a bit, water. bit. Yeah. Make it into jello for the morning as a present, saying, I am proud of myself because I did a wee in the night. I didn't wee the bed. I actually yep. for went once, to the toilet. You got out of bed. Um, so that's kind of like, this is <laughs> this is my offering to you and my um, how happy I am. If it's brown, make it round. So what you do is you kind of get out... Um, I don't know if you've ever done that game where you have marshmallows and uh, <laughs> spaghetti. You have to make like a tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you have to do is get lots of spaghetti and like put it through the poo and actually turn it into a like a donut shape. So make it round. But the spaghetti is reinforcing it, keeping it together. So what you're, you're saying, I should make it into a round poo. This week we're talking about Joker on Realize. So... Andy, um, obviously huge, um, huge controversy around this film. Mm. Everyone's talking Why? about what? it. Um, I didn't. I haven't heard any you haven't, you haven't heard it. Well, we've both seen this film twice. Yes. Yep. Both yeah. seen it twice. Yeah. We saw it apart, and then we saw it um, together the other week. Yeah. Um, just go. We're going to talk about general thoughts about the movie just yeah. very quickly, um, and then we'll talk about some specific some moments that details. we thought were good or things that we didn't like specifically. Mm. Um, but yeah, so you go for it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think I went into the film especially being really excited based around uh, the kind of conversation that had grown up around the film. So it kind of debuted at Venice and it won the um, the Golden Lion. No, the Golden Yeah, yeah. yeah the Golden Lion at Sparrows, yeah. Golden Lion there, which was a uh, somewhat of a surprise, I think you could say. I think um, it was a massive surprise. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was kind of a surprise that it was even at Venice. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, competing is, yeah. is the big thing. Um, so that happened and that straight away piqued my interest I was like whoa what is this um, then there was a bit of controversy with people kind of 
out of the festival saying oh my goodness is this is this like a a launch pad for people to be violent and be horrible based on this character in this film Mm, i was like okay well this is even more interesting that a film is going to have that um and then um from there i was like right i'm super interested let's go see it and i don't know whether that whether the hype in my head i kind of built up that i i thought it was going to be more than maybe what i i actually ended up being for myself but i ended up feeling a bit disappointed kind of coming out of it um i did enjoy it i enjoyed the experience of seeing the film and everything but it wasn't quite as life-changing as i thought it was going to be cool so do you think that's generally like a so let's say for example the movie hadn't gone to venice mm-hmm. and it hadn't had this buzz from people who'd been at the festival yeah. and there hadn't been all this conversation and say so you'd just gone to see this film because yeah. apparently you know people were talking about Joaquin phoenix performance yeah. do you think that would have changed your perception of it at all or? i think that i think there's a very good chance to be honest um because if, if i just gone into it i feel like i would have still had some of the same issues but i wouldn't have been expecting so much from it Mm. i I was expecting a lot from this film and therefore kind of almost benchmark it against some like really top tier films as to what i thought it was going to be doing so maybe if i hadn't had that expectation going into it yeah i then yeah kind of would have gone from a slightly different um well i i've seen it twice and i think the second time the first time i saw it i was with um, a group of friends and all of us came out really quite positive mm. uh, from watching the movie. And But I kind of... I, I, it's weird. It's one of those things where like, I went... I think part of my problem is because all of the films that I've seen recently in cinema have been, you know, of the Avengers movies mm. and Spider-Man and, you know, all of the Marvel... Um, the cinematic universe films that are very much like... Um, oh, Act 1. Here's the superhero that we all know and love doing really well. Act 2, oh, there's a big problem. And Act 3, everything's great and we, you know... Yeah. zoom into the next film and every, you can kind of remember everything and I felt I felt like this film is so weird to sit down and go I mean you can you can quite easily sit down and go this is what happened in this film mm. well sure. beat for beat the main story moments but I kind of in my head after watching it the first time I was like man I felt like I felt like I'd come out of like a whirlwind or something where I was like mm. I can't think what um what happened here and there and then the second time I saw it I feel like I enjoyed it a lot more and it felt it felt more um, like a like a movie that had come together like a coherent structure yeah it felt yeah. it felt like it had more structure the second time that I saw it for sure that's a good word to use um, but I think you know just gen- general view, uh, general thoughts from mm. me I can't really the, the main thing that I, that will come out of this film is Joaquin Phoenix yeah like oh my goodness yeah he's unbelievable in it I mean what a tough job to do to come in and play the Joker after one of the greatest performances of all time, Jared Leto in Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, obviously, we, obviously, yeah, we're talking about um, Heath Ledger there from The Dark Knight. R.I.P. Yeah, of course. Um, I had, do you know what? I had, a, I had such a weird dream last night. I had a dream that I, um, like, went to Heath Ledger before he died. Nice. And I, I was, I was sort of saying to him like, because it was like a drug overdose, wasn't it? That killed him or something. Yeah, I th- yeah. So it was still a bit mysterious. Yeah, it? but yeah. It's, um, um, and I was, and I was trying to tell him like, dude, don't do this. Don't do this. I was man. trying to like, it's stop okay. Him. Yeah, I was trying to stop you're, him. You're about to win an Oscar, mate. But then he didn't do it, 
and he didn't win an Oscar. Ooh. So I, that was just Conspiracy my dream. theory there. Um, but yeah, so, you know, when this, I, I remember when this film was announced, um, mm. probably back in like 2017. Yeah, it was a, yeah, a while back. Um, a while back. And I remember just being like, why are they doing this? And it was like the real, you know, the DC movies hadn't, Aquaman hadn't come out yet, which was, yeah. you know, a fun movie. We were still like, oh, Justice League, oh, yeah. you know. Um, I don't even think maybe Wonder Woman had just come out which was a good one yeah. but we were all like why are they doing this mm. why are they doing these films that, are, especially after Suicide Squad um, but then because of how different it is from all of that I just think it was a bit of a breath of fresh air in terms mm. of when you when you think of the comic book movies when you think of the the you know, Marvel films the X-Men films all of this yeah and I, that is that's a very good point yeah. It is in terms of, and this is also one of my hang-ups in general, but it's kind of, when you do look at it through that lens, it is completely different than, mm. than, than what we've had before. Even, and I think, I've actually kind of forgot about this film somehow, but um, I just, I, I remembered it the other day when I was looking at a thing that I'll bring up later. Mm. Um, even like Logan. Mm. So Logan yeah, yeah. is obviously using Hugh Jackman, using Patrick Stewart, Using the kind of law from the uh, Sony X Men films, yeah, Sony, isn't it? Yeah, um, but done in a much darker tone. Obviously, rated R, or I think it's actually fifteen in in the UK. But I think it's eighteen. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure okay. Logan's eighteen because it is like bloody. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of blood. Um, so even even thinking of that, it's it's like that step further. It's like that step further, not in terms of the violence or anything, which we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. because that was one of the things that everyone built yeah. up before the film. Um, but just in terms of like the themes, like, I mean, you, fin- you finish watching Logan, and obviously, spoilers for Logan, but he doesn't make it out of the yeah. end. But it still has that kind of hopeful Yeah, he's, sti- he's still like, a hero. Yeah, he's still a hero, and he's um, saved this group of young mutants, and they, you, know, you could see them going on and you know, yeah. doing good and looking after people, becoming like a new X-Men yeah. group. Whereas you get to the end of the Joker and you're like, oh my goodness, this is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I suppose <laughs> that's, we. Uh, uh, again, I'm just going to say we haven't had many. I'm just going to say not many because I can't think of any um, films from the perspective of the, the bad mm. guy, basically. Um, the, ba- the bad guy being the main character. Yeah. And um, whenever, at least I can just kind of think of like Suicide Squad, they're meant to be kind of bad guys, aren't they? Yeah, they're all villains, yeah. but obviously they're fighting a worst threat they're they're heroes in the film yeah they're the good guys in the film whereas this is literally just the bad guy and there are bad guys in the film in joker as well um like thomas wayne for example yeah um but there are bad guys in the film and but he obviously arthur fleck is the joker and he is a bad person so it's a different take than what we're used to Mm. um Compared to um, a lot of other comic book slash superhero films. Yeah. And that naturally leads to, well, at least the way they took it, naturally leads itself into a much darker territory because yeah. it's not glorifying it, but maybe is slightly, but not glorifying it in terms of being like, he's a good baddie. No, mm. we're just going, this guy is a bad person. Yeah. And I think that's what frustrated me a lot, especially after the first time I saw it, when a lot of people were saying that it, oh, it glorifies his violence. Mm. It makes him out to be... Um, it, not a hero, but uh, you know, kind of like our, the protagonist of the film. Yeah. That you're then, and it'll make you root for him. It really doesn't. No. Like it makes you maybe 
well definitely i would say it makes you feel like really bad for him and it almost a sense of pity but then as the film goes on and as he like falls more and more into yeah you know what he becomes you just get more and more repulsed and like that ending although it's and i I really like the not the very end but the ending where he's sort of in the mob yeah um you can almost see then wow this person has really completely gone yeah and um that 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 kind of ending part i think also from what's happened beforehand in the film it's very clear that the the kind of structure isn't that this this kind of mob that's uprising this kind of anti money kind of anti kind of rich, rich people yeah, yeah. Um, mob that's growing um it's not they're not following him they're following the idea that he's yeah, created yeah. and kind of and and that's kind of spread out mm. even at the end obviously when they're standing out with him on near the end of the film like it's still at least for me it didn't feel like he's not going to be their leader it's still just the idea about him yeah it's, it's whatever what society's enjoying and liking and kind of yeah pushing forward with and i think there's some fun stories that won't be but could be told off that and those people that fall in with him too much mm. and realize what he's at what he's really like and all that but yeah um so just general thoughts i, re- I really really like it the, yeah. the more i actually think about it actually i think the more i do enjoy it okay. i do have a couple of issues and it's not really i don't know I'll, I'll talk about issues a bit later on but it's not really issues with the film we got it's more about issues of what the film is i think sure sure um but i want to start off talking about what the our positive thoughts about the movie because there's some there's some moments mm. and there's some things that are done in this that are really really good yeah and i just want to think what were some of your yeah. um, moments that so, you enjoyed from it at this point should we say we're gonna go into spoilery territory? oh good point yeah so we probably will now be spoiling yeah We've, we've probably spoiled a few things already with that, but um, but now yeah. we, we're, we're going to discuss the kind of minute details yeah, yeah. of certain parts. Um, so good bits, um, kind of really pulling up a lot here. Um, kind of like overall idea. Um, one one for me was the music. Yeah, I think I know you had texted me beforehand when you'd seen it, and then I saw it a couple of days later. Um, that you really liked the music, and you were like really taken back by it, and thought it was just. Really I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, ex- I wasn't expecting exactly. the music that we got in the film, which I think. Yeah, is, uh... it's it's it really. There's only a couple variations on the same kind of riff mm. that it happens, um, but it's kind of these low celloy notes, these big kind of drums, these really drums. big like bass drums. Yeah, yeah, um, and that yeah that really stood out as a as a really strong point of the film. Um, I think it set the mood very well. It conveyed what was happening very well, and. Um, yeah, it was just kind of cool as well at the same time. Yeah, um, it was, and and it was. unlike I haven't, you don't hear many soundtracks like that. Um, there wasn't that much kind of incidental stuff in the background. It was a lot when it when it was there, you knew it was there. Mm. Um, as well, which not having those incidental bits really make a couple of points quite. Yeah, I mean, like the we'll talk maybe we'll just very quickly talk mm. about the violence mm. because yeah. that was something that everyone was going on about i feel a lot of the when the, before the film came out when they saw yeah Chinese. and i was really surprised because i mean it's not really that violent it's there's... it's not i think i think there's 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 a kind of violence in the air mm, but not yeah. violence on the screen with it yeah um and maybe just not even playing devil's advocate but maybe that's what's more worrying to people 
is when there's like a, a violent feeling in a film and yeah. not actual physical violence. But I agree. I went. In, I thought it. We, I, I thought he I, was th- going to do some heinous yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I mean, one or two bits, but Arthur Fleck kills three, four, five, six people. Yeah, six people by him his hand. Yeah, there are two very notable people that die at the end of the film that die because of something that he does. Yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about later as well. And I think there's one or two moments potentially where you... I think the film might leave certain things up to interpretation as to oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. he does. Absolutely. Um, but there's six people that die. And, and the, the first three that he kills... Um, I'll just hijack your bit and talk about mm. one of my favourite bits here. Yeah. Is um, He's on the subway. Uh, he's on a train anyway. And this woman's getting a getting kind of like picked on by these three drunk like rich guys that we yeah. later find out work for Thomas yeah. Wayne and um, they see him he's dressed up as a clown and he starts laughing because he's got he's supposedly got this um, problem where he just starts laughing and, can't, yeah, and yeah. can't control it kind of Tourette's but laughing yeah yeah it is exactly like that and um, they start uh, just like basically abusing him and yeah. then they Take, what, they take something away from him, don't they? Or, he's got a bag. Yeah, he's got they, a bag with him, which ha- and they take is off it his, his medication with him. Or? Um, no, it's just, it's just ge- like a general bag it's that just he's his got, bag, and yeah. then they take off his um, oh, yeah, his clown hat, his clown hat and stuff, um, and, hair. and then they start beating him because they hold him and he tries to kick back, and then they start beating him up, yeah. and then he takes his gun out and just shoots one in the head, um, another one he shoots a couple of times, and then he shoots the other guy in the leg and starts running away, yeah. and it's this moment where. He basically then hunts him down. Yeah. Like, it's not like he was... Obviously, he was defending... Like, I guess the first guy, he was defending himself. Yeah. And he shoots him in the head. And then he shoots the other guy, like, twice. Yeah. And then this last guy is running away, and he literally follows him off the train station. Yeah, yeah. Shoots him while he's, like, crawling on the stairs. And- shoots him once, kills him, then shoots, him, shoots him a couple him in- more times. Yeah. Finish, finish, finish the gun. Yeah, he finishes like, the gun, away. Um, And then he runs away, and he goes to this random... Uh, kind of public bathroom yeah and there's this, this this scene that you've probably seen in trailers for the movie or where he just starts dancing yeah and it's not like he's doing a jig or anything it's this weird um, he's he's moving very kind of fluidly and he's using his arms to make weird shapes yeah and it's it's kind of like an interpretive it's like when yeah. you think of like an interpretive dance it's like that and I remember looking at this in like the trailers thinking, what on earth is going on? But in this yeah. moment, it's like you're seeing this guy who is really mentally deranged. Yeah. And he's just murdered three people who were treating him badly. Yeah. And I just got this sense of him finding such joy yeah. from what he's just done that he only way he could release it was... Was through dancing. Through, yeah, through yeah. this movement. Yeah. And it's so um, creepy. Yeah. And the way he, it finishes with him... Like sort of putting his arms straight out, looking into the mirror, and his makeup's kind of all run. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like he's taking himself in. Yeah, like what he is really. Absolutely um, horrible, horrible. Yeah. But one of my, I think that's probably my favourite part of the whole film. Yeah. Um, it's such a cool scene. Yeah, it sums up kind of him, his character, very quickly and very succinctly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it kind of lets you into into his head a bit more with that with that yeah. moment. And yeah, you're you're right. I think like that um that's something which i'll kind of come back to i think with his with that dancing kind of and his out there kind of performance 
but I'll come back to yeah. that kind of yeah um so yeah in music for me that scene is what that is a really really cool like I'm mm. gonna say, put in quotes cool kind of scene yeah um with that there were a couple more bits which his his kind of final evolution <laughs> his kind of ultimate being when he's like dying his hair yeah yeah when he's dying his hair and then um he walks out of his flat and there's that gary glitter is it gary glitter yeah I, gary think, I think yeah i can't remember if it's like a band he was missing yeah yeah um playing kind of and he kind of gets into the into the elevator and he's, you can just see the the timid like afraid kind of slightly off kilter kind of character suddenly yeah. turned into this really confident this guy that like, was being picked on by kids yeah, in the street yeah, yeah. Fistine is like you know and his boss was horrible to him and yeah. yeah kind of walks in and just just the look that he gives the camera kind of as he gets into the elevator you can see that that's all gone and now yeah. he's like transformed into something completely different and then there's different. a very famous bit of him going down the stairs isn't yeah it? dancing down the stairs and that kind of with that song in with him I was just like again like it's just so cool and I, the, th- the funny thing as well is that a lot of people had a massive issue with the, the choice of song yeah there. yeah I, I didn't know the, about this but then I did know about well because obviously Gary yeah. Glitter is an English was a was a rock star but he's obviously a, a paedophile yeah, and a rapist yeah, yeah. I think yeah um, which is horrendous and a lot yeah. of people saw that choice of song and were like why on earth would you pick a song mm. like that to go in your film and then I kind of looked at that and thought well let's say like you kind of re- I, I obviously didn't really recognise the song because it's from a long time before yeah. but obviously I knew from doing a bit of reading yeah imagine because the song's a cool song yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. a really cool song and I'm looking at this horrible murderer having this really cool moment in a movement in a movie thinking man this is cool but yeah. he's a horrible person yeah oh this is a really cool song but he's a horrible person I'm like there's there's kind of a and I don't know if that's like an ethical yeah. thing to do I, I I so I I knew this I knew the song when I heard it but I yeah. didn't know it was, it was by, by Gary Glitter and stuff so when I was I was like I remember this song this song's wicked kind of yeah completely forgetting the fact it was him and obviously that's a whole nother kind of subject about whether you can still in, yeah. enjoy or, or well, even listen yeah. to kind of music um, they call it the lost things. prophets conundrum yes that's what they call it um and that but without thinking about that i was like yeah this is as i kind of said like the final transformation of him he's got to where it's all been building to this character like this we've seen him dressed as that it's only really kind of like 20 minutes yeah at the end you know most of the film he's not the joker no 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 no, no. a lot of the you know it's you know and this is something we'll talk about at the Mm. end as well but you know the film's called joker it's well it's a dc film yeah, DC came up at the beginning the first time I saw it, and then it yeah, didn't for you didn't or for me or both of the times I kind saw it. Kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is a DC film, but like, is it like, is well, it really? So that yeah, um, we'll come to that. We'll definitely. come to that, but because um, that will link into the end. Um, uh, anything? Any other positives you want to say? You know? Yeah, I think um, the city is super yes. well realized. Yeah. I think it's like yeah, the it is Gotham, isn't it? Yeah, it's Gotham. It is Gotham. Yeah. So yeah, everything looks just correct. Yeah, for for where it is, what it's meant to be conveying, and everything. It's a very like different looking Gotham, but the feel is like yeah, yeah. It, it, it this is very much like New York City. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but then Gothamized kind of, um, and it does it does feel like you're looking at both cities together in one mm. lens. Um, I've said about the score, the obviously Whacking Phoenix, I think is fantastic in it um 
I think so. This is this one of my things of him is I think he is fantastic in it. I think some of the things that he does in it, which are great, I kind of don't. Not that I don't agree with, but I'm like sometimes I think it's like weird for the sake of being weird. Mm. But what he does with it is really good. So it's kind of like his performance, I think, is excellent. But some yeah. of the parts of the character I don't aren't as big on. Cool. But yeah, so I think he's fantastic. And um, yeah, I think it looks beautiful in a twisted way yeah. as well. So I think that the the filming of it and things like that, I think, are, are done excellently. Um, so for me, I think one of the, one of the things that I think is so good about this film that it's got so lost in the mm. in all the criticisms and people saying, oh, it's going to encourage people to go and do these horrible things. And yeah, I think one of the big things that's getting lost is actually what the message of the film is. Mm. And you know, there's a lot of parts in the film where basically, you know, Arthur Arthur is this mentally ill person. Yeah, and there's um, hints that he's been in, you know, basically like. He's already been in. A, he's already he's been in in a um, psychotic ward. Yeah, like a psychiatric ward. Things like yeah. that. he's already been in places for it, and yeah. he's getting this medication. And he's got this support worker that doesn't really help him that much. Mm. And then obviously we know that funding gets cut. He has to stop taking his medication, yeah. which I think has a huge, yeah, yeah. Uh, snow, which snowballs what happened, what he becomes, what happens to him even further. And I think the message of this film is a massive red flag in terms of how we treat people who have these problems and if you what what not necessarily this is what's going to happen they're going to yeah. turn into mass murderers but like a sort of you know the big issue that people had with um what the, the, the big issue that the people of gotham are having is that those rich people don't care yeah thomas wayne is shown pretty you know it's not even that subtle as being a donald trump style yeah. Yeah, yeah. tycoon who now wants to become mayor yeah you know how that's a huge yeah exactly um, mirror to donald trump and the people of Gotham are done. Yeah. They're done with the rich being rich and they're done with them having to live. Yeah. You know, paycheck to paycheck, even not even that. And funding being cut for hospitals, for these psychiatric wars, things like that. And I think the main message of that is you're going to breed these people who are not getting the help that they should be getting. Mm. And it's kind of like a non-subtle way of saying we need to be careful well yeah so well so this i'm i'm glad you bring that up because this was i don't know whether it's one of my critiques or not i feel like it is almost and i'm glad you brought it up so that we can kind of we can yeah, yeah discuss it is that one of my issues with the film is almost exactly that in that it's there's no nuance in it no at all in no, that no, message no. there's no subtlety there's nothing there it is just um people are mentally ill if you're bad to them they'll become psychotic and horrible and that to me it was like right, they were, it was just so like slap in the face with a giant fish in this is bad kind of there was yeah. no like other level to it other than that yeah. and that's one of my things where i was like i kept on so often in the film i had this feeling where i felt like something was almost there an idea is there a situation, a character, some development or something is, is almost there, but it's just not quite past the line. And that's what held it back from being like, oh, this is like genuinely really great. Mm. And that, again, was one of them where I was like, if this had some sort of a bit more nuance, a bit more, I hesitantly would like craft to it, but like, because I think that's unfair. Um, if there was a bit more subtlety to how it was saying its message, then for me maybe it would have resonated more or i would have thought more of the film and mm. um, 
I totally agree that it's very, very clear in its intentions yeah, that, yeah. that cutting welfare benefits is bad. Kind of the, you can't downtrodden the poor, otherwise there'll be uprisings and stuff. It's very, very clear in that. Um, what it then says through Arthur, though, is mm. is is that's where it kind of. I I'm not sure the intention with him then. Because it's very clear the intention about what the society is and how bad it is. But then with Arthur, what what's it saying through him? Kind of, we get the grand moments and we get the exciting moments with him. Towards the end, he he looks cool with this clarity, with this song playing and stuff. Mm. And then he does stand up on the end on the thing, and everyone's kind of like lifting him up almost. Yeah, yeah. What's the intention with Arthur then? Is kind of my my thing, like. What are I we saying through I him think, as our lead character? As our, yeah, yeah. As I our... think I think with him it's a case of like he's the one in a million. Yeah. Where if things go wrong, if his mother does this to him, if uh, you know he is beaten up by these kids on this day, his boss fires yeah. him for this. His friend gives him a gun. Like if he's this one happen. where it's like if all these things fall into place badly yeah. and you know this goes wrong, this is what can happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe we could... I don't know. Like, I don't know how you show the other side if it's just a case of showing other people, you know, be downtrodden but just sort of getting on. Just yeah, sort of... I that I think one, one of my points here was was the, the depth to other characters other than yeah. him. And yeah. I think if there was more, all of the characters are pretty one-dimensional, like straight-laced. Oh, yeah, straight yeah. other, other than him, everyone else is kind of... Yeah, like, and he... Just like, there for a even like he is obviously he's the character he's the main character so he has to be more than that but even him with his mental illness it's not it's not caricaturatish i don't know what that word was he's not like a caricature yeah but he is slightly in he's an off-kilter mentally ill person so he's going to have certain tropes that we we're going to put into there but if everyone has at least at least as much as him or half as much as him then maybe that would have helped that kind of nuance um, mm. with the characters, um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's very clear the that that message that that yeah, yeah. that Todd Todd Phillips, yeah, the director, yeah, is 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 presenting. Um, I think, like you said, the 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 setting Gotham feel Gotham is like the second best character in this for me. Mm. Like it just feels so alive. Like even from yeah even from the moments where you're just sort of, you know, the beginning of the film is full of, oh, the, um, uh, what are they called? The, like, uh, all of the, like, bin men are on strike. So every yeah. time you see Gotham, there's just rubbish piled in the streets. Yeah. And, um, oh, funding's been cut for this. Oh, the building that he's in is falling down and yeah. the elevator doesn't work properly. And um, I just think the whole way, the way that that is done is so good. And then it's such a good change from when he visits the Wayne wayne manor mm-hmm. and it's the one time the film you're thinking wow this place this is lovely. lovely and nice yeah, and, that, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, also, and it's kind of similar when he goes into the um the theater yeah when he like it just sort of like breaks through the the, the crowd and like goes <laughs> pops in, on his pops on his outfit. On the outfit yeah um does that another person kill mm. maybe Don't know. um and he and then you're in there and he's so out of place he's like yeah. a th- sore thumb um yeah there's there's a lot of stuff that i really liked and i I also just thought that basically as an potential origin story for the Joker, I thought, okay, 
I, I kind of get this, and I can. Mm. And by the time you get to the end of the film, yeah, I om- I, I want to see. I want to see that moment of when he goes, right? You people work for me. We're gonna do this. We're gonna poison this river. We're gonna do. We're gonna. Yeah. I, I kind of like. I'm almost like. I know. I don't think we will. And I, I hope kind of we don't see any more. Yeah. Because it was, you know, it is a slog. Like, and you do feel sort of drained at the end of it. But I'm like, man, it'd be so interesting to see how this Joker goes about becoming the clown prince of crime, whatever. This sort of- Yeah. So this, so this is yeah another thing which is so. I was like, I definitely remember in the first film I was like. Every now and then I'd kind of switch out and be like, hang on a sec, am I, is this the Joker? And I was like, yeah, it is the Joker. And we, this is the origin story that we're basically getting. And every, and then like by the end I was like, I want, I, I actually do want more of this because I want to see. You want to see him at I want to see the rest of well, it. And it was, it was one of my things where I was like, I think I, I wrote down a note here somewhere, which was, it was something along the lines of kind of, I wasn't sure if his story was going to be enough to hold up because yeah. he is the uh, where did I write it here here da, 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 da. yeah obviously so he is forced to carry the story so he is the he is the character yeah. in the whole film and I wasn't sure if there was enough around him to support that single story because. Mm in all of the other stories, like I'm saying all of the other stories, but let's just say any of the Batman ones, you have Batman and a big supporting cast, which are building on the story. Whereas this is just singularly him, like nothing Mm. else really, other than Gotham is the other character that actually has something. Um, And I think I personally thought it almost was enough, but wasn't quite for me. But then at the same point, I want more because I am intrigued by what they created as a character. Yeah, and I think almost it's like, it's not even, I don't know if you, obviously people study film and mm. craft and how you actually put a story together. Yeah. And I'm almost kind of like, well, it kind of doesn't. It kind of doesn't work on its own as a as a story with a beginning, middle and an end. Yeah. And then I'm like, does, that, does it really matter? Well, that's, that's so that, that point, does it really matter? I think it, I don't think it ever needs to matter. Yeah. However, when, and this I think is hmm, maybe me being slightly cynical, is what's the film attempting to do? Is it trying to tell me an important lesson of some sort? Or is it trying to just be a piece of entertainment? Mm. And I think if you, let's forget about messages and deeper meaning and all of that. If you're trying to be just a piece of entertainment... That's where I think then that structure maybe begins to become more important than just you can just chuck it out the window and forget about it. Where there are structures and things that kind of help. Well, at least, okay, they help you mm. be entertained. And I think that's part of why after the first time, like I said earlier, after the first time I saw it, I was kind of just sort of I enjoy. I liked what I saw because you know spoilers if you've heard anything i, I love batman yes i love exactly. i love exactly. i love the joke i think the joke is one of the most fascinating and interesting characters that there mm. is in fiction for me personally yeah. um and i just and I, and I liked what i saw i liked this take i liked seeing something different about him yeah um i just 
I'm not sure what I was going to say that actually, but no, that's um, right. But it, and and it's, that's I think that's why the first time I saw it, it was a little bit it's disorientating almost. Yeah, it is. It is because it's not like oh, here's this person, here's this awful thing that happens to him, and here's him doing all these horrible things because of it. It's just a yeah. case of like here's this kind of few scenes yeah. of him of these things that happen that for, that cause him to do this, and now he's dreadful. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, wow, all right. Yeah, and that's also, I think, one of the... One, so one of the big questions I had coming out of it the first time of seeing it, I think because of what you've... What, almost what you've just said there, is... So I kind of, as I just said, kind of felt disorientated almost. Mm. And I w- wasn't sure whether I'd just seen a Joker film or I'd seen a film about a guy who was mentally ill. Yeah. And that... I feel like... The calling it Joker, having him be Arthur Fleck, who is that's the actual name of the Joker. No, no, it's not. Okay, well, I'm going to talk. This is going to be my next point. Okay, yeah. So having the Joker be the name of the film and Goth, and then being Gotham and having Arkham and Thomas, and in Thomas it. Wayne in it and stuff. Yeah. I kind of was like, is this the Joker? Am I seeing this film as? the joker or am i just or is this just a film which is about a mentally ill guy kind of going crazy in a town and it's kind of what i want is then the next chapter of the film which then actually makes you go oh no this is actually the joker we're seeing so my the more that i think about it i i I like the film as it is and i like and i and i'm and i'm glad that it was made and i really yeah. love that everyone's talking about it and yeah so upset yeah, yeah. And um but my one big thing about it is yeah and yeah. this is this isn't coming from someone who likes films it's not coming from someone it's coming from a dc comics and batman mm-hmm. fan um seeing the joker without seeing batman is quite hard mm. because and this is and this is by no means saying that this is right and this is how it must be done. Hmm. The kind of the kind of general law with Batman is that Batman put on the the mask and the cape to strike fear into the villains and 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 you know to avenge and make sure mm. what happens to his, what happened to his parents doesn't happen to other people. Yeah. And then the general thought process is, and this is kind of how it's always worked, is that then these crazy people see this nut job dressed as a bat mm. and try and take it one step further yeah. like you get this guy who's uh who loves um killing people but leaving riddles and leaving clues and becomes obviously the riddler and then you get this guy who um his you know like oswald cobblepot so his family were huge and rich and he and then they've lost their ways so he becomes a crime lord called the penguin and you get catwoman and you get Harvey Dent you get Two-Face and then all these people that start to become larger in life because Batman you know a lot of the law of Batman is that he kind of caused this and I it's the only it's one of the only times and actually the only other time that I really see it is the 1989 Batman where actually it's the other way around like 1989 Batman it starts with Jack Napier or Hmm. who Jack Nicholson plays who becomes the Joker he kills it's him who shoots Bruce Wayne's mum and dad yeah and in this film, it's Arthur Fleck's actions and the the, the, the riot he he started in yeah. Gotham that kills Thomas and Martha Wayne. Mm. And it's actually, and I'm kind of like a little bit distressed that two of these huge Batman films that have the or kind of have an origin in them, it's that way around. Like it should be yeah. the other way. Yeah. Like Batman, Joker shouldn't really exist without 
Batman. And so I'm kind of like, I, I, I appreciate it's just a different take and you can have, you know, there's all like Elseworld stories and stuff that you sure. get really nerdy about and this. But I'm like, I just think the one of the main reasons that I love the Joker is because of his fascination and interaction with Batman. Yeah. And, I, and I've just, I've actually, I'll throw this in really quickly. I've just recently started... Um, playing Arkham City again yep. the, the, the video game and I think that Mark Hamill as the Joker there is one of the best Jokers ever mm. I think he's incredible but um, there's a moment where he they capture Batman and they have him tied up and Harley Quinn wants to take the mask off mm. she wants to see who is Batman and yep. Joker's just like oh it doesn't matter none of us are who we are anyway mm. and I was like this is so good it's the fact that he knows he, he's got his arch nemesis Batman yeah. there but, and he could unmask him but he's like no yeah. it's more fun if we don't Yeah, and I'm like I can't really yeah, and I, I, I think that's very understandable. Obviously, I don't have anywhere near the same level of knowledge in that relation to it. and But I can completely see what you mean. And I think I can see that also then just through previous Batman films where he's been in it. Mm. And you, it feels like the cat Again, I'm obviously being quite negative about Joker here, as in the film, yeah. not the character. Um, but that was kind of I think half of one of the points I made earlier about being able to hold up on its own without mm. Batman being there and it doesn't specifically need to be Batman but just that idea of something not holding him down but being like a linchpin for it for the idea when it's just a character who's gone off the chain and then causes chaos I don't know whether from the Joker that I know, it doesn't seem the same. Yeah. Than the Joker that we got in this. Yeah, and so it's like my my biggest thing with it is that I and I guess this is again it's just kind of like my expectations. Yeah. And what yeah. I like. Yeah. Is that I love this. I love the Batman and Joker stories where they are kind yeah. of they like they like need each other. Yeah. In a way, which yeah, is yeah, which yeah. I love, and I love that relationship, and obviously this, and something that I want to talk about in a minute is mm, is mm. kind of like interpretations of the, the very end of the film yeah that's a whole bit it's a yeah. whole thing and it's something that I think we disagree about quite a lot yeah 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 and, but I read I read another take on it the other day cool. actually, which I want to bring up which yeah, I think yeah, is quite yeah, interesting yeah. which kind of links to what I've just said yeah and makes it a little bit more enjoyable in my head in a way yeah 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 um, kind of come to peace with it a bit more yeah as an idea uh, but go ahead. So some of your um, yeah, things yeah, you didn't so, talk about. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think I've touched upon quite a, most of them, to be honest. Um, I think one of the things I had here was the attempt for me of bringing the film to be, to bring realism into the whole side of it, to make it less comic booky. Yeah. Almost, as we kind of just said, like for me that took it further away from being the joker and took it more into being its own individual film um and then as i'll, I'll get my hot super cynical take which isn't is completely not fair at all was was the the name joker and the bat like arkham and wayne's just used as a marketing kind of gimmick for the film um because when i watched the film and i saw the film i was kind of like this doesn't really have anything to do with it as a... Well, I kind of think the answer is yes to that in a way. Because yeah. even like Todd Phillips has come out in interviews and said that he like one of the ways that he tried to get Joaquin Phoenix on board with the film was to yeah. say, let's make this interesting character piece, yeah, but dress it up as a comic book film. 
Yeah. And he's, he's actually said that. Ha- okay, okay. So well, okay. I don't think it's a, right. that cynical now, take, now I'm not but... being cynical anymore. <laughs> now that's actually my hot, t- hot take. Yeah. Um, but then I don't... But Todd I... Phillips is a bit weird and a bit soundbitey, so... Yeah, I... So, yeah, that's a whole other thing yeah. with me. With, and, uh, so, okay, yeah, I'll finish that point first, was that um, if that is the case, then I'm kind of like, I feel really disingenuous about it and and what it's trying to do because I feel like it's almost having a cake and eating it in being like, we're going to make this realistic. It's not going to be a comic booky film or anything like that or have anything, but we're still going to set it in Gotham. We're still going to have Arkham being mentioned. We're still going to mention the Waynes and stuff. So we're going to pull bits when we want to, but we're not going to do it when we are kind of making the rest of the film kind of Mm. almost. And I understand things are dropped in there in order to give you kind of a almost a basis for it and, yeah. a, and a world um but it was kind of at odds with itself and todd phillips based on his previous films then seeing what this film was supposedly about and stuff i was like so intrigued to see if someone has made made their name making a certain type of film and then has switched up and made a completely different thing and I think he almost ended up making the same kind of film as he's always made, which is like an indulgence on kind of gross pleasures, almost. I'm kind of like, this has some of the same themes that like hangovers. Oh, it's just about a guy being really, really over the top and disgusting, basically. And then we'll mm. find that interesting. Um, that's a bit of a side sidebar, though. Um yeah, so yeah, what, what was your... Let's let's go to the... Okay, so obviously we, we get to the end of the film. This is worth yeah. talking this about. Is, this about. is real spoilers here, because we're going to talk spoilers. about the actual so, bit. Joker, you know, and, and and part of one of the theories I've looked at is the way that this bit is cut, because he basically get he is in a car, he, he's arrested after killing... Um, is it Murray Franklin or Franklin Murray? I can't remember which way around it is. De Niro's character. Murray Franklin. Murray Franklin on live TV. Yeah. Um... And I love when he comes up to the camera and he's like, and just remember, that's life. And yeah, cut off yeah like, really like cool that. bit. That, that was a really Joker. Yeah, I yeah. think that was a really yes. kind of, that's one of the moments yes. I was like, that's the Joker. Yeah. Um, Can I just very quickly, yeah, yeah. and I, I don't like to cut you off. Um, I couldn't help but feel um, the sympathy isn't, I don't even know if it's empathy, but one of the things, which, which is one of the things I was saying about earlier about Joaquin Phoenix and his performance, his performance I think is excellent, but the character I have issues with at times because I, when I compared it against Heath Ledger as the Joker and his Joker character, mm-hmm. I think something that I struggled with was I couldn't get behind, understand, and not even like understand in terms of, oh, I understand that he's just random and horrible in that because of the way they made this joker character so overtly out there and weird like this doesn't resemble anything that you know in the way a normal human being acts and kind of put normal in quotes there um what i always liked about the joker from the dark knight film is that there's just enough there that you can almost relate to on a kind of dark level and kind of understand the motivation of certain aspects of it and that kind of allows you to almost get get on board with him slightly mm. with with him even though it's it's horrible he he is he's one so random and, and 
like horrible in what he does. I but is he though? I kind of because I love I love mm. that film and I love that show of the Joker, but it was actually like quite a left turn for the Joker at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of what he's doing is really and and this has always been the case not, with the Joker. It's yeah. always very planned out, yeah. and you get the impression that actually he's a very meticulous. calculating, meticulous. Yeah. But there are points, for example, you know the bit where he um, he kidnaps one of the guys dressed up as Batman, and it's a horrible yeah. scene. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, they, yeah. and they, he's got him sat yeah. there, and then he takes the camera and puts it in his face yeah. and says yeah, yeah. he's going to kill him if the Batman doesn't reveal yeah. himself or something. Um, there's there's kind of like almost like a lack of like flair and showmanship that yeah. the even like um, uh, like the animated series yeah. uh, Joker would have done with that yeah. and I was like man how cool would it have been to see it but then but then if I don't it, really want to I don't really want to change the no Dark no 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 it's no, such no. a cool no no but it basically like the the Dark Knight was this like super terrorist yeah who is happens to be the Joker and yeah. I think I suppose yeah my my more thing that I was trying to get at which every now and then I kind of ramble off on something is I felt the because Whacking Phoenix's performance is so weird yeah that I kind of ended up switching off to him almost because I was like I get this is an incredible performance but I'm almost like it's like too much now that I can't even be like who is this like what what is this character yeah. because i'm like i just can't i can't get any relevance to this whatsoever yeah that was the kind of side thing i just i had it kind of written down yeah, I yeah, wanted no, to, yeah. to mention it and i think again I don't, I, as you say i don't like to compare against that's the hard the dark, that is the really hard, hard because you're always i mean you're always going to when it's a character that we've seen before yeah like you're always going to actually do that absolutely and it is just such a completely different take mm. it's just one that i i don't I don't know if I'm gonna. It's it's because we've never seen this of the Joker. We've never seen this yeah, really. Yeah. And so it's hard to really compare it to other Jokers because he's not holding Gotham to ransom. He's just he's just killing these random people that have wronged him. Yeah. And, and going th- crazy. So so that's my big question then. Is that the Joker? And I think that's what you're gonna come onto with this ending. Slightly? Um. Yeah. Kind of. So uh, let, let's just quickly get yeah. there because basically he he kills Mary Franklin live on TV and we get that cool moment of the thing. Then he's arrested. Yeah. We don't see that. But then he's in the car and there's that cool shot that's almost kind of like the Heath Ledger one, like the opposite way. He's put his head out of the... Smiling out. There's a good little bit Watching everything. Uh, I think that was a good little nod. Yeah. yeah. Um, then uh, the riot happens. Someone runs into his car. Yeah. I'm like, is that pre-planned? Have they like waited? Yeah. Do you think they've done that on purpose to... Or do you think they were just ramming a police car or do you think they knew that he was being ferried so they were... The way... I, I, I feel like they kind of knew. I don't... Yeah, I, it definitely... I think it wants you to think that they knew because yeah. of the way that they, they slowly come look into yeah. the car at him, pull him out. It's not like, a, oh my God, he's in here. So then he's taken that car, he's unconscious. Then he wakes up um, and you get the moment where the music swells and he kind of wipes the blood on his face to show the Joker's smile. Unbelievably cool visual moment. Well, yeah, and, he, and then he sort of puts his arms up, does a little dance on top of the car. Yeah. And I'm like... That is when he's doing that dance and yeah. all this terror going around. I'm like, that is the Joker. Yeah, and that's the problem. I'm like, it's not. Th- I think this is the one thing in the film. It's not really a Joker film. Mm. It is this film about this guy who may eventually become the Joker or not. But, yeah. Um. Then obviously, sorry. From there, he. Um. Then we cut, and he is in. Arkham Asylum. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
and he's talking to someone who looks kind of similar to his support worker from yeah. earlier, but isn't the same person um, and you get the impression has he just been telling her yeah. this story and then obviously because he's been an unreliable narrator earlier on in the film as well for example with the his neighbour yeah. I think Sophie who was yeah. I was ready to scream my head off yeah. with him being in a relationship with her it's so casually kind of and so I like love, but, but then I was like I, it was cool because in the trailer it showed that moment after I can't remember what he's just done is it after he kills the people and he walks in no it's not it's a different point when then he walks up and kisses her he just walks into her flat and she's there and he kisses her but obviously it's all in is it head. not after that bit after the dancing and the thing he then walks back in walks up to her and kisses her and walks into the room and kisses her. Maybe it is that I think bit. I think it is I straight after that bit. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to think about that because I remember there's the bit when they're outside and they see the newspaper and she mm. goes, oh, fuck them, I say. Yeah. Like that. I can't remember if that's the thing. I don't know. Um, anyway, then... So you there are points... Obviously, that was all in his head and there are points then at the end of the film where you're kind of like, huh, like, is, is, is the whole film in his head? Mm. And that's kind of... And then, that's obviously what a, quite a lot of people I feel like are taken away from the film. We're like, actually, this isn't a Joker film at all. Yeah. It's just this guy who has been in a psychiatric ward and is making up this story in, like to this person who's sitting there talking to him or it's just not actually telling it. He's just in his head yeah. of how he could get back at these people who've wronged him. Yeah. And I think that's a way that you could, that's a way you could look for it. And, and I think, in my, for me as well that is one way that I kind of do look at the film and think it does make sense um, especially when you look back at other incarnations of the Joker yeah for example the killing joke which is a very famous um, comic book about the Joker where he starts he explains how he became the Joker yeah he had this bad day that blah 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 and there's actually a good there's a line in the film where he says oh I've had a bad day mm. which links to that and then obviously the Joker in the Dark Knight who tells these various tales yeah, to different yeah. people about how he got the scars in his face where basically I think there's a point where the Joker doesn't even know how he became the Joker yeah he just kind of it's whatever it's whatever story he tells at the time yeah um, the other the other thing that I read the other day yeah is that there may be a considerable time jump between when he's on top of that car and then when he's in that white cell yeah. talking to that person. Okay. Because he looks very different. His hair's darker and greyer. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't... He looks like he's actually put a bit of weight on. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I read that I thought was quite cool is this idea that he's in there and when you get the moment in Crime Alley where you see um, Bruce or kneeling there over his dead parents yeah, that comes yeah. now yeah it's cut in there and it's actually when she when he goes I was just thinking of a joke and then it cuts to that shot it goes back to them then it cuts back to Bruce yeah. back to there and she goes why won't you tell me why don't you tell me what it is and he just goes you wouldn't get it and that's when the that's live music starts yeah. and the ending really happens and the, the one of the theories that I read was that um the events of the film do happen. Yeah. Obviously not the bits with the girlfriend that was yeah, in his yeah. head. Um, but that this is him putting two and two together. That he's, he put, like say he's gone to Arkham Asylum because mm. this Batman has come and yeah. put him away. And this is him thinking, and this is him putting together that it's him that's made the Batman. Mm. And that's why it's like, a, it's just thought of a joke. It's yeah. a joke. It's funny. 
Yeah. The ba- I made the Batman and the Batman's put me here. And I thought, oh, that's, a, oh, that's quite a fun way to put it. That's quite a fun... That's, that, that for me is kind of a more um, satisfying ending to it than thinking, oh, it's just in his head. Yeah. Which is... Which is what I jumped to straight away when I finished yeah. it. When that when that scene happened, I was kind of like, almost audibly in the cinema, "Fuck off!" Yeah, no way is this entire because I, I think I think the film, I think the script for the film leaked like fairly early, yeah, like before we saw any trailers yeah, or anything I, I a long time ago. Saw a bit there about, and apparently the original the line at the end where she he says, "You wouldn't get it." Yeah, apparently the original line was, "You wouldn't get it." It's between me and him, mm. and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, Batman." I like the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's and that's I kind something... of I kind of like that. I kind of like that reading a bit more. Yeah. Whether or not I think that's what is, and, and I think the other thing is you don't. There's not a one right answer here. I don't no, think so, no, but... not at all. Um, my very initial, like, I like that what you've just said. Yeah, I think that's I cool, like... and I think the fact that the cut to Bruce there and he's kind of grinning to himself. Yeah. I, I like that. I like the yeah. idea of him going, I made them. And it links back to what I said earlier about the idea that it's actually Batman that often makes the Joker happen. Yeah. And this being the Joker caused his own downfall yeah. by making the Batman. Yeah. And I was like, interesting. Yeah. I thought that was a, a, My, a, a cool take on the end of it. Or it might, you know, and it's probably just people thinking and coming to conclusions and stuff. But. That's, that's where my kind of scepticism comes in is I actually really like that. Mm. I really like what you yeah. just said there. My scepticism comes in throughout nowhere in the rest of the film has it given me the confidence to believe that that's what they intended that to be kind of yeah. by a lot of like the nuance and stuff like that. There is none there. So why why do we suddenly yeah, be really yeah. nuanced about the ending? And I couldn't help, I really couldn't help but think of my, my guttural reaction of like, fuck off, was one just, no way have you just taken me down this thing and then just told me that like my flippant response was none of this matters none of this happened yeah none of it means anything it's just a crazy guy in a, in a hospital making up shit and i was like fuck's sake like then i then i went to right i'd heard previously that there were a lot of like callbacks to martin scorsese films and i was like okay i've heard that kind of and then whilst watching i was like oh yeah i can i can see what people mean by these references and stuff like that and i was like Ah, oh, you just took the cake with another reference at the end where it's all in his head and he's in the hospital the whole time. And I was like, is this fucking Shutter Island? I was like, <laughs> I was like how many Scorsese films do you need to take for this? Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't help but just see one thing which I, I don't know who, I saw it read somewhere and kind of, I don't want to take too many other people's opinions as my own, but I did see somewhere else. Because I remember when it was announced that Martin Scorsese was producing this film. Yeah, yeah. He's not in the film. He's not no, credited. He's not done he dropped it. out quietly. Yeah. And I was like, my sceptical guy goes, was it because they realised he was basically making one of his films yeah, like yeah. three times over? I saw, um, I, I've got the Wikipedia, which I want to yeah. just very, like, um, yeah, yeah. I feel coming to land a little bit. But, yeah, definitely. Um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't realise that. Yeah. Um, so I... <sighs> I would love, I would love to take that that process, thought process you just had as the ending. The problem is we just never see Batman. We that, just that, never see it. I mean, there's it, no links to that. That's what it actually is. The way I saw the the cut back was for me. It was another one of the just got to hammer home that this is this Gotham, is Batman. This Batman is a Batman world, this is Joker in the Batman. Yeah. We've got to hammer that home one more time because Bruce and Wayne. Remember what happened to the uh, Bruce and what's the way? 
No, so Martha. Martha. Tom, Tom, and, Tom and Martha. Remember what happened when they died? Oh, it mm. created Batman. Kind of. It was like one more of like just slap in the face. This is this world, by the way, we're in it. And that's how I saw it. Yeah. Without thinking too much more into it. Um, and yeah, I, I think one of the... we te- I remember we, we text each other after kind of... I, I was really struggling to put my thoughts into down as to what I really felt about the film. Um, and one of the things you were like, oh, I was like, oh, I would love to see... The, ba- the Batman versus this Joker. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely. That that final version of him on top of the car, all kind of walking down the stairs confidently, all his little thing to the camera after killing um, Thingy Bobby. I was like, yeah, I would really like to see that. But I don't know if we will. No. We won't, will we? But but then, I, and just to sort of bring this in a little yeah. bit, like this film's done incredibly oh, well. Did it's the highest see? rated R. It's the R- highest R-rated movie film. of all time. Yeah. And it's probably going to pass the billion mark. Yeah, absolutely. The, I, I saw something as well the other day that um, Robert Downey Jr.'s, um, I think his like pay for Avengers Endgame, just not, not like including mm. all the other stuff that goes with it. Is was like ten times the budget for this movie. Yeah, yeah. This, I the think budget for this movie was fifty five thousand dollars. Fifty five million. million sorry. Yeah, fifty five million dollars. Yeah, like that's nuts. And it's yeah. pro- it's going to make a bill. It's, it's on I think eight hundred and fifty million at the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, it will do it. Um, uh, that that also then <laughs> puts into a like they've used the name. They've used the name. I know, name. and that's the thing. And I'm like, well, I I just I don't I do have a thing. And I know this isn't very good, and I know I need to be better at this, but I am still just so skeptical over Todd Phillips overall with this. I just the, the problem I is know I, that I thought sucks. this. I know I, that sucks. I, as we were coming to record this, I was getting ready to make a load of angry arguments at you about yeah about stuff, and I my problem is I've seen loads I've seen loads of criticism because one thing sure. I, I I love Batman and I love yeah. DC yeah, I love yeah, DC yeah. and I. Whenever people criticise it, I get very protective. Like I, I remember being super angry at everyone when um, uh, when Jared Leto's mm, costume mm, and mm. his look for Joker, because yeah. I was like, oh, I remember, Joker, I remember you getting angry. At Joker's this. looked like this before in this comic, <laughs> like in these comic books, and obviously it ended up being a car crash because he just basically wasn't in the film and stuff. Yeah. But um, I get, I just get very protective about these sort of things. Uh, and that so, is so uh, understandable. I've seen as well. so many different criticisms of this, of this from whether it's from oh, it could be dangerous, it could encourage people to do this, yeah. or to, it's a badly made film, or from um, from kind of like use of Gary Glitter or whatever. Or sure, 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 sure. And the, the, more- one, the one thing yeah. that kind of frustrates me, and I have seen this, probably not as much as it comes out in my head, is a little mm. bit of, a lot of stuff thrown at Todd Phillips. Sure. And my only, the only thing that kind of annoys me a little bit about yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is this idea that like, he's not allowed to make a film that can win a, a prize at the Venice sure, sure. Film Festival. Like, it's like, oh, you made The Hangover. Yeah. Like, and I kind of hate that attitude because it's like, well, okay, so what? Like, yeah. And I, I kind of, I'm kind of like, good on him. Yeah, okay, he's he's kind of proved himself to be a bit of a dickhead with some of the stuff that he yeah. said over since it's come out. But I'm like, I'm not sure that, obviously we look at films made by directors and like, say for example, you say a director's name now. Chris Nolan. Chris, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Say for example, Chris Nolan announces a film. Everyone's yeah. going to be like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. gonna, you know, I, we have to see this. Yeah. But, and I think that's great because obviously they've earned that and they've made these films that everyone has said that are amazing. But like, I think sometimes we get a little bit too hung up on that. And I think maybe sure. we miss things and because, okay, okay, yeah, this person made this film that was a bit of a flop or was a bit yeah. dull. But 
I kind of I. No, I think I think I think you. I think that's very valid, and I think it's very very entitled to 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 say exactly what I just said. My thing is like. The, the buck falls on him for this film. He co-wrote oh, yeah, it and he directs yeah. it. So everything about this film is his decision. He is the force behind this film. And I don't... My opinion was he didn't do anything that showed me in this film that what he was seemed to be trying to do or seemed to be trying to tell or make a statement that was anything better than I've ever seen before or yeah, was even yeah. to the same level as so many other films before that have tried to say way harder things and were way more skilled. And that, that's where I kind of like, I get it. But at the same point, I just don't think he did that good of a job with this film. I think he could have done so... I think the film could have been so much better. Mm. I feel like there was so much space for it to be, to, to be a really, really interesting take on this. And I was really let down by it ultimately. And that's where I kind of like, well, if I feel let down by this film and I don't think it was good enough where does the buck stop and the buck stops at the guy who created it and that's where I'm like I didn't think he was did a very good job of it mm. and I'm sure there's previous bias going into that with the last however many films that he's made and then if you do have a sudden left turn it's kind of like well okay strap in for this kind of like if you want to keep making the films you've made which have been really successful for being that style of film that's obviously what you've been very good at doing it because you're really successful at doing it if you're going to take a left turn and try something different, then you kind of better nail it. Otherwise, I think it's pretty easy to be like, well, we knew what you were kind of, in quotes, good at doing. Yeah. And now if I don't feel very good about this film, then I'm like, well, I don't think you were very good at doing this style of film or this or trying to take this hot take with it. Mm. So that's, I think, but I absolutely, the entitlement around, especially for myself, I'm so bad at it. I'm so, so bad at being entitled at being pretentious with these kind of things um but i think it leans slightly into a similar thing which you said when you when you love a certain type of yeah, thing yeah. you get protective over it mm. and when you love a, a certain style of film and then someone waltzes in who you don't think's got the credibility to do it and then you kind of don't think they did do it you kind of get on your high horse and be like well i told you so he wasn't good enough for this yeah and that's terrible it's bad it's bad that is really bad i think it's funny as well because like um, this film is a hundred percent like a love letter to the like Scorsese and like Taxi Driver that yeah. kind of style of film, and it's just so funny that Scorsese in the build up to this film basically came out and said that oh these comic book films are just not yeah they're not cinema yeah and then he's like to be fair this film to the Marvel movies his his quote as well actually was it's taken a bit out of thing yeah it? his quote was actually all right it wasn't too bad it was um. Who else? There was someone else. There was two. The two of them said something. Uh, who did Coppola? Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, right. The two of them came out at the same time saying quotes about superhero films. Coppola's quote was pretty entitled and pretentious. Yeah. Um, Scorsese's was that it wasn't actually too bad, but yeah, the, the long and short of it was that he, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, well. Basically, yeah. Right. That's the Joker. Is there anything else you want to say for you to? No, because I have been very, very negative whilst talking about it, and I did genuinely when I came over. I did enjoy the experience and the everything kind of the whirlwind of everything happening and all of the talking before and after and the conversation. Kind of, it's yeah. great to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, 
I wish my conversation could have been more positive and more like, wow, I actually think this thing nailed X, Y, and Z. However, there was definitely a lot of amazing stuff in it. And I think that was my overriding thing was I wanted so much from this and it just never quite got there on so many different levels that then the lots of small misses ended up feeling quite big for me as like mm. an empty kind of feeling at the end of it. Um, because I, I felt like there were so many little things that could be done that suddenly made this into, no, they nailed it. This was mm. amazing for me personally. Um, I hope it's kind of a start of, and I, and I feel like DC is the place this needs to happen because Marvel are sort of, you know, they've put an in-game out, which, you know, I loved and everything, but yeah. they, they've, I feel like they've come, Marvel have come to this kind of turning point now mm. where it's like they've told their big Avengers story and they're going to now go off and try and make us excited about these, yeah. you know, characters. And they did it with Guardians before, but, you know, they, they're kind of using a kind of B, C tier list of yeah. people and i hope that dc now realize they can go okay let's let's make these one-off single yeah. movies where it's like it's not gonna be we're not building to this gotham verse yeah yeah where yeah. where you know um, this arthur fleck joaquin phoenix's joker is the kickoff for this we're gonna yeah. do this one-off story and now um Robert Pattinson's doing this one-off mm. Batman film that hopefully is just a cool story and yep. they don't go, now let's make, now we're going to introduce Batgirl. Yeah, and, yeah. And we're going to have a, a um, Dick Grayson movie that's, we're yep. going to introduce him in the end of this film. I hope they just go, let's just make a good film. Yeah. But using these characters. Yeah. And I, that that's another point that I kind of want to make as well, which is I would love nothing more than and again this is i'm gonna need to be not careful in what i say here because it it can come off as so entitled and exactly what we're saying i would like nothing more than for example this film joker to not be compared against the other superhero films that have just come out but to be compared against other films when the conversation is what was this film how good was it not how good was it compared to iron man how good was it compared to Taxi Driver? How good was it compared to this kind of, as a general ongoing conversation? We don't have to always compare it to the other superhero mm. film. Like, it, there, there can't be a, I don't want it there to be a baseline for, this was a good superhero film. Can't this just be a good film? Yeah. I would love, I would, that, and this, this is definitely the right kind of almost step in that direction. In, and it doesn't have to be super serious at all like it, you don't have to make a I just think there's the there's a place for it all that's the thing and I don't think it's the be all and end all to have I don't want every single like there's a place for the Avengers films yeah people might not say that they are whatever Scorsese and Coppola want to say perfect yeah. cinema yeah, 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 or whatever yeah. but like there's a place for them like yeah. I've not been to see films that have put the emotions in me the way that like Avengers Endgame did yeah even you know whatever film that's won a million Oscars, yeah, like yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, like, it's more about kind of how I come into it. So I'm hoping that it's not a case of like, oh, we're making this film because we really want to try and you know win over these small festivals and then win these awards. I hope it's just a case of like, let's try and make it interesting. Like this was an interesting take on the Joker. Mm. I want to see an interesting take on uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. I'd love Marvel to go, yeah. yeah, let's make this crazy, weird version of this and just put it out there. Maybe it's not part of yeah. the MCU. 
Well, and, and then DC can go and actually you know this Wonder Woman film did pretty well but let's try yeah. and and now, and now they're making obviously Wonder Woman 1984 yeah. which is coming out next year or the year after which is again it's just a film yeah. for her no, on its own I'm like I, I agree I, w- I want it to be a good film yeah. that's the thing where it's kind of like I don't want it to be a good film of some subset it just yeah, wants yeah. to be a good film that does what it's trying to do and if it's what it's trying to do is just be outrageously entertaining and fun then do that amazingly that's my kind of my thing with that um but yeah awesome cool thank you very much for uh for talking about no, um, joker with me um thank you I also thought, sorry, i thought we were talking about a batman origin film i mean technically <laughs> uh yeah. thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoyed it if you did please visit indreamsclub.com mm. and have a, a lovely new a, website a new website we've just uh <laughs> that you've you've put up and then you've put, put, a, myself you've put a, a deadline on that yeah yeah <laughs> um uh so thank you so much for listening and um, please check out uh, the other episodes of realize we're kind of um we're kind of changing how we do this a little bit we're going to be season season two now season so two things are a bit different season two of realize we're going to jump in we're going to look at films that we've sort of seen and um kind of newer stuff as well and then every now and then do a sort of throwback and look at a film um yeah a bit of a bit more of a film club continue continuous rolling film club just discuss a film that takes our fancy um, at the time. You can also follow us on mm, Twitter. Absolutely. Um, and we were able to get the Twitter handle, which I very quickly bring up now, at In Dreams Club. Beautiful. There you go. So simple. Easy. So In simple. Dreams Club. Um, so, yeah, give us a follow there. That'll be fun. Excellent. Give us a follow on that, and you can see me tweet out um, whenever we put a podcast up, really. That's it. Yeah. That'd be great. Tweet us. Give us some tweet suggestions. Us. Just tweet us. Why not? Yeah. I might not reply. Maybe one day. Kind of do. Sometimes <laughs> I do. I think I get notifications there on my phone. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you so much for listening. We will be back on the next episode of Real Eyes. Hmm. Don't know what we're even going to talk about. I do. Okay. Perfect. Cool. What, All is, right. it? what is it? Uh, I'm going to leave that as a surprise for next time. All right. All right then. Cool. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.